Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. No, this one's Steve. Welcome back I to do. Tears for Fears. This one's Sowing the Seeds of Love from 1990. Yes. Again, I'm a teenager at this point, so yes, I know these songs. The early ones, not so much. All right, let's uh, go to our guest line. We don't want to keep uh, Alan Griffin waiting as we kick off hour number two with SU assistant coach Alan Griffin. And uh, Griff, always great to talk to you. It's a game day. We appreciate you finding a few minutes for us. How are you today? It helps when Paulie answers. I didn't hit the right button. We we, we didn't hear you yet, Griff. Now we got you. Hello? Yeah, you there? All right, we got you now. I'm so, here. Sorry. I'm here. Yep. Paulie didn't answer the phone when, when he was supposed to. Um, all right, so <laughs> let's... Uh, let's hey, at least Steve's here this time, Chris, <laughs> so you don't have to deal yeah, with Yeah, I know. That's true. Steve, we missed you the last two times, so... I, I'm sorry. Yes, when, whenever you record before the show, it's kind of a hit or miss proposition with me, so I'm sorry I missed you last yeah. time. Um, no, that's all good. All right, so let, let's uh, before we get into tonight's matchup, let's let's just quickly look back. And I think a lot of people are, are w- wondering about the defense. Um, you know, against NC State, it, it looked like things were moving in the right direction. Now three straight games where you know the opponent has shot very very well from from three point range. What what do you attribute the um, the lack of defensive success to these last three games? Is it is it good opponents? Is it you know uh, you know what 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 is it? How, how do you attribute to you know, what happened? I think it's a combination of everything. I think the, the three teams that we just lost to are playing at a high level. Uh, you got to, you know, look at that part of it. Um, they've been shooting the ball really well. Uh, and then, and then, you know, three uh, for us, you know, pointing the finger at us a little bit is the details. Like, you know, if we go over certain details and, and we allow a team to, you know, get what we're trying to take away. And uh, that's when you kind of get yourself in trouble, you know, and, uh, and especially the, the better teams in our league because you can't make mistakes. You know, the, the mistakes that, that we're making is cost, costing us, um, you know, great opportunities to be in games and, 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 and to maybe, you know, maybe winning these games. So um, details matter, and, um, and I just think that the last three games, uh, the opponents that we faced are playing at a high level and, and shooting the ball really well. You know, one of the bright spots in that last game was the play of Benny Williams, and, it, you know, I think we've all been kind of waiting to see that kind of performance, and he came out uh, and he played very well the other night, 24 <laughs> points and nine rebounds. And, you know, what it, what have you been seeing out of Benny in practice? Because everything we're hearing is that Benny's been lights out in practice, and then it translated for him, uh, you know, obviously this last game out against Pittsburgh. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think Benny's in a groove in terms of, being able to knock the perimeter shot down. Uh, I thought our team did a really good job of finding him and exposing Pittsburgh's defense, you know, for, for what it was worth. You know, um, they, they decided not to guard him, and they decided to put a guy uh, in the middle of the paint to clog up the paint for Jesse and, 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 and Judah and Joe and those guys penetrating to the basket. So, uh, and Benny made them pay a little bit. But, you know, again, we scored enough points to win in the game. Uh, I think in all three games we scored enough points to you know, to being successful, and, and you know, we got to stop somebody. And and if we don't, if we continue to go down this road, uh, we're going to continue to get the results that we've been getting. So I think our main focus the last couple of day, the last couple of games, uh, practice, excuse me, has been our defense, um, and 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 you know, 
us paying attention to the details, us knowing where the shooters are, us being, you know, having our hands, being active, you know, just going back to the basics a little bit and and, uh, and hopefully we can kind of fix this thing here with these last couple games being at home. You know, we saw some lineup changes uh, in the last one. Uh, you know, two different guys start the game. We see Quadir Copeland a lot earlier than normal. We didn't, we didn't see any of Chris Bell. Uh, what is behind these lineup changes? I mean, you've been doing this a long time with Coach Bayam, and he generally doesn't change the starting lineup this late in the year. Is it just a, a matter of trying to find something that works going into the ACC tournament? Is there, you know, is there something else behind it? What, what kind of led to these lineup changes so late in the year? I think it's trying to find something that works that's for that next game, let alone the ACC tournament, you know? Um, you know, all three of those guys have had their moments throughout the season in terms of uh, 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 playing well, uh, and then they all had their moments where they weren't playing well, and, and it just hasn't been the, the consistency part. Uh, and if you have three guys that are capable of doing it, you know, you, you kind of shuffle around, and I think that's what Coach is doing is he's just trying to figure out what's – best for our team and what's, you know, moving forward. So, you know, he, he threw JT out there in the starting lineup and, and then he went to Quartier and, and obviously uh, Chris Bell uh, was, you know, unfortunately didn't, didn't play in the game. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, you got to stay ready. Uh, and I think that's the thing that, you know, even Quartier has done throughout the season and even Justin to a little bit. So, um, you know, it's the coach's decision and coach is trying to figure out what's best for our team. And, you know, we just got to kind of figure it out, hopefully sooner than later, and, and, and try to go on a little run here. You know, Paulie and I were talking at the top of the show about these last two games, and it's you know it's different for you guys when when the last two games of a season don't necessarily matter, like in terms of the outcomes. I know they matter to you, but I'm just saying in, in terms of the big picture of a resume and whatnot. You know, it's all about the ACC tournament. It's all about next week. With, with that in mind, what what are you as a staff and as players trying to get out of these these last two games of the regular season to kind of give you that boost and you know give you a bump going into the ACC tournament? I mean, I wouldn't say they don't matter. I think every game matters, uh, Steve, uh, especially when you, again, we're, we're still a young team. Um, and, and, you know, for the future, you know, this, 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 this stuff matters. Uh, and we can build on certain things. And, and obviously having two home games uh, with, with our fans who have been supportive of us throughout the year, uh, we, we, we still got to go out there and play inspiring basketball and play good basketball because um, you just never know. Um, like, I, I I've I seen one stat on Twitter where they said the last ACC tournament, the last team to make the ACC tournament that was that didn't that didn't have an at large bid going into the tournament with what had an identical record if we won the next two games. So you just never know, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Georgetown a couple of days a couple of years ago, you know they were, you know dead to the water, and they went into the Big East tournament and, and won it, even though I shouldn't be talking about Georgetown <laughs> in this light. But, um, you know, it's just you just never know. And, and then you can't give up, especially when you have life. Like, you know what I mean? And, sure. uh, so um, I, I just think, like, you, we just got to just keep going, taking it game by game. It sounds cliche, but it's the truth. Uh, and, and just take care of, you know, a really good Georgia Tech team that's, that's playing at a high level right now and that's, you know, through one three out of four games, and they're going to come in ready to play. They ain't giving up. It, 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 I, I bet you those games mean just as much to them as the first game of the season. So we got to come prepared and ready to go.
All right, well said. And and with that in mind, uh, fill us in on this Georgia Tech team. We obviously saw them once already, uh, you know, and, and it, it was down in Atlanta, and, and you guys were able to take care of that matchup. Well, what are you expecting in this rematch? What stands out to you about the Yellow Jackets? Totally different team than when we played the first time. Um, they're better defensively. They're better offensively. Um, just a different team. They really trying to push the ball in transition, trying to get easy baskets, which that's that's been a staple of what they've been trying to do all year. But they're doing it really, really well now. Um, and, and it's just a, a different mindset. Uh, they're playing different lineups, smaller lineup, which you know sometimes would give us trouble because you know smaller guys up under Jesse sometimes really bothers him. So uh, they're going to you know give us some uh, some problems, but we just got to go out there. Again, execute our game plan, pay attention to our details and what we do in practice every day, and if we can translate that to the game, uh, we'll be right there to be successful. I know the focus is certainly on tonight, but I do want to ask you about Saturday and it, it's senior day in the Dome and um, you know whether or not Jesse and Joe and Samir, you know come back, they'll have a year of eligibility left, but it is going to be their senior day and a chance for the, the fans to honor them. Uh, Jesse in particular, I mean, he's a guy that you've worked with day in and day out you know, for his entire time here, and we've seen him grow and develop from what he was when he came here as a freshman to, to right now. He's you know knocking on the door of a professional basketball career. Can you kind of speak to his, his growth over the course of the last four years and what it's been like working with him every day? It's been a, a delight. You know, Jess has always been a sponge. Um, you know, the, the, great, the greatest thing about Jesse is he believed in us as a staff and he believed in, you know, our development piece uh, from, you know, strength and conditioning to the basketball court to playing in the games. Uh, and, and he's been a delight um, to work with every day and be around. Uh, you know, the, the greatest thing about Jesse is what we embody in our program, our development piece. And um, and that's just not with me saying, oh, I work with the center, so I'm the best center coach ever to invent the game. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, because a lot of it is on Jesse because he's got to be willing to put the time and the effort in. So, and, 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 and the person that don't get enough credit for a lot of Jesse's development is our strength and conditioning coach, Ryan Cabillas, who – He's with Jesse four or five days a week, and he's put on, you know, 20 pounds since Jesse's been here, maybe a little bit more than that. And it's given Jesse the advantage and in, in, in the strength to being able to play at the level that he's playing on. So we can got to give, you know, Ryan Cabillas his props because he's done a phenomenal job with Jesse. Yeah, certainly is a, a team effort and a job well done. I mean, Jesse's been great uh, throughout the season. Joe's been great uh, throughout this season as well. Yeah. 7 o'clock tip uh, tonight inside the Dome. It's Cuse and Georgia Tech. Uh, Griff, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks for finding a few minutes for us on a game day and uh, best of luck tonight. I no problem. Thanks, fellas. All right, Alan Griffin, SU assistant coach. And with that, we'll open up the phone lines the rest of the way, 315-437-7644.